You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. I want to build a company that people want to emulate. I want to build a company that grows and is prosperous, like our name. And if that means acquiring others and running those companies better, that's good. We don't need to be for sale. We need to build the bottom line. We need to see stock appreciation based on our performance and how we operate. Welcome back to Money Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers, getting an update today from Prospera Energy, one of the companies I'm invested in. Joining me, it's a packed house today on today's call. The first is Samuel David. He's the president and CEO. Also, David Richardson, investor, philanthropist, and a big uh, investor in Prospera Energy and advisor to Prospera Energy. Also, Peter Lacey, who owns about 10% of Prospera and is a very supportive shareholder, as well as Angela Van Dee, an engineering specialist that's working with the company. Everybody, welcome on to the show. And Samuel, you have an improved liability ratio. Uh, could you review this? Uh, what what did you accomplish here over the past year? And what does this mean for the company, please? Uh, certainly. Um, <clears throat> the uh, Ministry of Energy Resources uh, has a regulation that all companies, all energy companies must uh, maintain a lia license liability ratio of one. What it means is asset value should be equal to liability value. When we started our restructuring in Prospera, the company was in a, a liability ratio of about 0.37, meaning we were in the liability was $9 million higher than the asset value. Over the course of the last year and a half, with our focus in optimizing production, production while reducing our environmental footprint, uh, Prospera has abandoned over 60 locations, 60 surface locations, and it's in the process of uh, reclamation and remediation process where Angela Monde and Dave Richardson are getting involved in making this company a green energy that that pays attention to environment and the local community as well. So while we abandoned this 60-plus location and addressed over 400 non-compliances and optimizing production resulted in the asset value elevate itself over $12 million to a ratio of 1.21 with a cushion asset value of nearly $4 million. The deposits we have uh, uh, provided uh, is is being returned to us back nearly a million dollars. And this allows you to make more acquisitions as well, doesn't it? It does. It does. It may, can make uh, we can make actually the acquisitions in process that'll uh, expand the core area, and we can accept liability that has a lot of potential, a lot of reserves that are shut in, and that's in process as well. Angela, could you talk about your work with Prosper and how you've been working uh, with Samuel to accomplish this? Yeah, so we have a great team here at Prospera. We're focused on creating a profit. Obviously, that's why you're in business. But we're also doing it with an environmental conscious impact. So what that means is we want to make money and we want to produce oil. Business needs oil. But we want to do it with an environmental focus, which means we have to function as a strong team and be even smarter, use technology and use experience to make that profit while protecting the environment. When I say protecting the environment, I mean doing things right, doing things greener, looking at sustainability and being a company where we're proud of what we do. 
And can you talk about the specifics of how you treat the oil there at site rather than hauling it off too as well? Okay, so yeah, a little bit of semantics difference, but um, I'll get, can I give a little bit of background? Would you like to hear a little yes, bit please. of a story? So I'll share this story because it's kind of neat and I find it um, interesting and relevant. So at Prospera, as we sit today, we have 38 wells that are phase one ready. So what phase one abandonment remediation means is 38 of these wells that Prospera didn't drill, didn't contaminate, didn't have any production from, we're abandoning them to do something good for the environment and also to, to show our company is credible. These 38 phase one wells have already been abandoned. So that means properly um, isolating groundwater, downhole, making sure the cement has integrity, making sure there's going to be no further contamination, cutting off its surface, capping, which means if a farmer wants to farm on top of an old well location, there's not an issue with that. And that means phase one ready. So phase one ready um, means that we're going to go out, we're going to look at as far back as when the well was drilled, where were the drilling cuttings put? Is there anything that's keeping vegetation from growing, um, hurting the environment? So we do a full scan um, and we, we obey all of the government guidelines to do this and we have those ready. So that, what that story showing is, um, is, yes, we're going to remediate and we're doing it prudently. We're doing it with our, our thinking caps on, meaning uh, getting the most bang for the money we're spending because we are spending money to remediate these and we haven't gotten any production. So we have to be very good at our jobs. And when we remediate, I think this gets to the question you were asking, we're going to do an in situ remediation, which is different, slightly different than sometimes the older common practices. It keeps sustainability in mind. So in situ means reme remediating in place. And I think I just referenced some of the technology and, and having to be a little bit on our game. When you remediate in place, you need a treatment that takes the oil contamination, if there is any, or produced water contamination, if there is any, and returns it to a native soil state. So um, using that excellent technology and smarter people than me have thought of it, and we're very grateful to have this at our fingertips, for a fraction of the cost, for a fraction of the emissions, we don't have trucks running through people's fields or backyards, and we just spray on. So it's about 90% less trucking. And we just spray on our treatment. It soaks in and it does its magic, its chemistry magic that way. Dave, you're a philanthropist and you're also an investor. And I know from uh, speaking to you previously that you like to help the earth and you like to help people. So talk about your role as an advisor and why you invested in Prospera, please. Well, Bill, the, the principal reason is that I believe it's possible to be environmentally friendly and sustainable while producing oil. Uh, there's a lot of uh, material written lately about the challenges of having alternative energy sources. Uh, we know that, for example, you can't count on wind uh, 24 hours a day or even for a week. Uh, solar um, is something which is, again, intermittent. Uh, it's it's great when it when it works, um, but you end up with surges through the uh, electrical system, which are hard to uh, to manage. Um, there are things like biodigesters, which I'm very involved with, which can produce uh, gas that can then result in energy on a predictable basis. But it's going to be a long time before everybody that's driving uh, oil powered or gasoline powered vehicles trades them in. Uh, we're going to need that energy just to move the crops, to move people, uh, to provide energy. Um, 
I'm, I'm very, very personally focused on the green space. Uh, for example, I'm a director and early investor in Green Power Bus. Uh, we believe in electric transportation. Um, I'm delighted to see that uh, everything from aviation to other methods of transportation are going to electric. But it's completely naive to think that we can just turn off the taps of the oil production and still function as a country or as a world. So my focus is really working with Sam and uh, his team to make sure that we are doing absolutely best practices, that we care about the environment. And that's gonna be training of the team to make sure that everybody we have on board is respectful of the environment, uh, that we're, we're doing everything we can. And that may include carrying methane monitors around when anybody's visiting a well site, regularly confirming that there's no leakage. And if there is, fix it, fix it fast. We don't want to be, uh, Polluting the environment, uh, we want to recognize that oil is a critical energy source at this point in time, and we want best practices in everything we do. And when I got to know Sam, uh, he embraced that concept, and that's what gave me the uh, encouragement to get involved and to help bring uh, my years of activity in the green space and experience uh, to bear with Prospera. I want us to be uh, the poster child of good, clean, and environmentally friendly operations. Sam, and everything we're talking about here on the ESG front, this ultimately should translate into a, a more a better bottom line for Prospera and a company that's more attractive to p potentially someone that would be interested in buying us down the road, maybe. Uh, that is correct. Uh, as, uh, as I mentioned, we have uh, abandoned about 60 locations. And it's a three-year program uh, to reduce our environmental footprint. And a three-year program entails 240 wells uh, to abandon locations. And uh, not only it reduces the environmental footprint, it reduces our fixed operating costs as well going forward. And yes, it does result in a bottom line, uh, increasing our margin. Price is something we cannot control. It fluctuates quite, quite a bit, but we can control operating expenses. And this is one of the, not only it reduces the bottom line and increases margin, it also decreases the asset retirement obligation that we hold in the balance sheet as well. Uh, and uh, you'll see in the year-end financial statement, you'll see that improvement in the ARO liability and the shareholder deficiency uh, has improved drastically from the previous years. And Dave, before you go, um, you've worked on in oil fields before implementing some of these things, haven't you? I haven't personally worked in the oil fields uh, before. I have encouraged other companies with uh, great success to introduce uh, proper habitat uh, and practices which are environmentally sustainable. If you look at the, uh, the background that um, I've got behind me, much of what we have, if not most of Prospera's uh, wells, are in the middle of or on the side of farmers' fields. We have an obligation as partners with those owners to turn that land back into completely productive cropland. And what we want to do, and I know that both Sam and Angela are 100% on board with this, is in a well location, it's basically bare ground. There's a lot of trucks driving back and forth. It compresses the soil. Topsoil is likely to have blown away after years of operation. And 
it's not necessarily going to be good land to farm. If we have to bring in compost, if we have to bring in manure, we're going to rehabilitate that soil so that the natural biome and the microbes are there to support good quality crops. We want to turn that soil back into productive farmland. And I've often used the expression that we've spent the last 150 plus years turning soil into dirt uh, by farming practices which were not uh, sustainable. And you now hear a huge amount about regenerative agriculture. We want to be part of that. We want to make sure that when we turn a well site back over to the landowner, it's quality land. It's going to serve him well, her well, uh, depending on the owner of the farm. And that it's going to be something that uh, we can be proud of. And I think that's something to say about Prospera. We want to be proud of the way we operate. And uh, you mentioned uh, that try and build a company that somebody wants to buy. That's not my focus. I want to build a company that people want to emulate. I want to build a company that grows and is prosperous, like our name. And if that means acquiring others and running those companies better, that's good. We don't need to be for sale. We need to build the bottom line. We need to see stock appreciation based on our performance and how we operate. Samuel, another one of your cornerstone investors is Peter Lacey, who's on the call with us today. Uh, perhaps introduce Peter to the audience and talk about Peter's involvement in the company, please. Certainly, and we'll be glad to. Um, Peter Lacey and Lacey family uh, has been one of our uh, principal uh, investor and a prompt supporter for Prospera Energy and um, uh, Prospera success. Uh, could not have been uh, whatever success we have attained uh, to, to this point. And, and our goals and objective uh, cannot be achieved without Peter Lacey's uh, support. Peter, can you talk about why you invested in Prospera, uh, how the company has used your money thus far? I believe it was around $4 million that you injected into the company for the turnaround story and how the debenture that was just extended, how does that benefit all shareholders of Prospera? Well, I think, um, you know, my uh, when I sort of first met Sam and, and the story, it uh, uh, the biggest thing was the the amount of reserves that that, uh, you know, and the number of, of potential wells and, and also the horizontal uh, uh, production increases potential and, and also uh, cleaning up, uh, you know, the the the. the um, you know, I do believe that that all companies are, you know, should be responsible for, you know, their their environmental responsibilities and and sam seemed to uh um re, you know relish that as as far as you know the, you know we're on the same side as as far as 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 not leaving it to the taxpayers and and so it was a you know it seemed to me a, a good story lots of potential with with those reserves there uh it's taken a bit longer than than um we had originally, you know, anticipated, and, and it's like all things. It's uh, it's a project like this is never easy, and and so um, you know there has been some some very good progress, but but at the same time, um, having the company be required to to pay out the debenture uh, at this time is is uh, you know you know the the company is still raising capital, still needs capital to to execute its its development program. And and I think the thing is is that um, because of sort of my um, different accounts, retirement accounts, and stuff like that, I can't um, own 
more than 10% of the company have to stay under 10%. So where's the, with the debentures that, that allows me to do that. And, and so I think the thing is, is that, that I'm uh, uh, happy with the, you know, with the progress that's being made, it's just going to take a little bit longer. And that's why we've, you know, agreed to extend uh, the debentures, uh, not put a cash um, um, responsibility on the company at, at this point in time. And, and, and hopefully that the, um, we do see some, uh, capital appreciation on the, on the stock in, in in the meantime. So that's that's really the um, why I think it's it's good for the the shareholders uh, that the uh, uh, that that friendly debt is is sort of in place and 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 extended for uh, uh, allow the sort of the, any capital that's getting raised through the exercise of warrants and everything to be used for the development rather than paying out the debt. Sam, anything further you'd like to elaborate on that? Oh, yes, um, it certainly helps um, Prospera's responsibility to the environment because a lot of the uh, abandonment and reclamation that we have done so far does not add barrels. Well, however, it does help to reduce our environmental footprint, and it does require a healthy amount of capital to uh, to uh, conduct that process, to complete that process. So it certainly helps. And as I mentioned, you know, the Lacey family has been very supportive on the growth and the responsibilities of Prospera. Sam, on the acquisition and growing production front, can you provide an update for investors here, please? Sure. Um, first of all, we're we're moving into uh, our second phase of our development plan, and uh, that is the horizontal well program to capture the significant reserves. At the same time, uh, we're going to expand our light oil property development with the eight vertical wells and ten horizontal wells in the in the summer uh, summer program in the warmer months. In addition to that, we have. Uh, since we have increased our uh, liability ratio above one, uh, actually to 1.21, and that allows us, it gives us a cushion of access, accepting liability of acquisition up to $4 million. And that kind of acquisition we have in play that expands our core area in Saskatchewan. We also have uh, additional uh, light oil pre- uh, uh, property uh, that... Uh, that we're pursuing uh, that can add uh, nearly 500 barrels of light oil that diversify our product mix so we're not so heavy oil dependent. Our objective is to be 40-40 light oil, heavy oil, maybe 10% gas. And uh, we're certainly, our acquisition that's in play now, that's under contract, uh, gives us that good product mix. Excellent. Well, the company again is Prospera Energy. The website is prosperaenergy.com. Ticker symbol in Toronto, PEI, and in the States, you can find it currently under the ticker GXRFF, but that may be changing in the future, just to be aware of that if you're an American investor. Gentlemen and Angela, thank you for coming on the show and joining me today. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. 
The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10 for 1 returns as there is in small cap and micro cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident and just do your work as best you can. Do your very best, but don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on miningstockeducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.